Amen. Amen. Good morning. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Come on. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Well, there are two or three gathered in his name. The Bible says, there will I be in the midst. Are we glad to be in the midst of our Lord and Savior this morning? Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of an amazing God. He is truly amazing. I'm not glad to see you out on this here beautiful Sabbath morning. We had some rough weathers on last night. Amen. Uh, got in last night to no power. Woke up, no power. But there is power in the house this morning. Amen. Amen. The devil tried to stop us, but we're going to press on towards that mark of the higher calling. We're not going to let nothing, and I mean nothing, get in the way of our loving Savior, our relationship with our Lord and Savior. We want to welcome you online. We want to thank you so much for viewing with us. Thank you so much for coming to this place of worship. We have some dedicated worshipers out there in the virtual space, and we are just so dedicated and blessed and honored um, that you are here with us. We also want to welcome you who are in the house, in the physical space. We praise God for you. We know that um, you would love to be at home, but I think you love being here more because you pressed your way out as well. And so we thank God for you. Amen. We recognize here at Tabernacle of Praise that it's bigger than us. Amen. Um, that it's not about us, but it's about being a witness, being a light, pressing through these type of um, challenges that we face. Um, and so we thank God for you for being here. We have water in the basement this morning. Uh, somebody didn't know that. Amen. We had water in the basement. The enemy tried to shut us down. Amen. But we praise God for our deacons. I walked in. Deacon Thomas. Come on now. They're taking care of things. All of our deacons, our first elder, amen, and his wife, amen, taking care of things, amen, making it possible for us to be in here today. And, um, and so we thank God for our dedicated and faithful workers. Come on, can we put our hands together for our dedicated, faithful workers, amen. God is so good. This is a blessing to be here today. I'm so excited. As you can see, I have my, my right hand queen. Amen. Uh, I almost felt a coming to America moment. You know that part where they sang, this is my queen. <laughs> I had a moment there. Amen. But I praise God that my wife is here with us. Amen. God is so good. And praise God for you as well. We're in the midst of July, the middle of July. We're about to close out another month. Time is moving. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I get excited because the more months behind us, that means the less months are in front of us, meaning that we're getting closer to our Jesus. Come on, somebody. And I can't wait for him to come to take us out of this place where we have to worry about tornadoes and storms and bad weathers and power outages and all of those things. But we can worship and magnify him in, the, in his presence, amen. Um, and so we thank God for you. Um, we want to encourage you, amen, um, to remember. I'm going to invite up Sister Christina. There's a date. I want to encourage you to mark this date down, amen. This is a special date. I want you to, to just mark down and hold on to and put it near, dear to your heart. Talk to me. All right. Good morning, saints. Good morning. We have something that we want to share and invite you to coming August sorry coming August the 20th we are having our first slam fest 
Put your hands together. That means all of our area Adventist churches will get together and have a picnic. You know what? What better way to celebrate God? What better way to praise God than to come together outside of these four walls and enjoy ourselves? You know, praise God that we have gotten through this storm that Satan tried to keep us away from his house. Praise God that we are alive. Praise God that COVID can't keep us down anymore. We get to come together, celebrate each other, eat and have fun. We even have our own grill master, Bobby Miller, that will be grilling for us along with others. Now, don't be surprised if I come by your house and ask you to participate and be more involved. We're going to need all hands on deck. We will have and provide food, but we're going to get it together here at Tabernacle Praise because we're not just going to come to enjoy, but we're going to come to serve others. If you have family members that are missing, if you have family members that need to feel warm and welcome, bring them along too. If you have neighbors that you would like to bring along, ask them to join us. This can be more than just us coming together and having a good time. So come out, be ready to have fun, playing games, eating. There will be games, there will be prizes, and there will be you. Hopefully we will see all of you on that day. We will have flyers that will be coming out and sharing more information as we get closer to that event. But I sure hope that all of you will be able to join us. Hey, man, thank you so much. That was, hey, if I didn't know about it already, I would tell you, I'm already there. Come on now. Well done. I appreciate that. Yeah, and it would be on the 20th of August from um, beginning at 12, 12 to 6, 12 to 6. So we want you to come on out um, to this Lamb Fest where we're going to have a wonderful time. The energy in the meetings that we've been having has been amazing. And so we thank God for you. We have a representative from every church that is pushing this and promoting this. So it's not just a top thing. It's a lighthouse thing. It's a Berean. It's a north side. Amen. It's an agape thing. Um, and so this is a slam thing. So we want you to mark your calendars. What date is that again? Amen. Will I see you there? Amen. Amen. We take no permissions, no excuses. What is that? Excuses? Those, those things, sister, you used to use when you used to go to school and get it to. <laughs> that wasn't you? It was me then. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell the truth and shame the devil. I used to do some things, but God is good. So we want to see you there, amen? Um, lastly, but not least, we want to encourage you to keep our youth summit in prayer. We have some youth that would be, now, unfortunately, not from top, but in the area we have youth that would be traveling. Um, to our youth summit so we want to keep that in prayer as well at this time can you just bow your heads with me for a word of prayer loving father our god again we thank you once again for what you've done what you're doing and what you are about to do you are truly an amazing god um, we ask you to just have your way today forgive us again of our sins we do pray in jesus name amen and amen real quick do we have any birthdays today anyone i want to overlook anyone in your special birthday today or had one this week. Don't want to overlook anyone. Amen. Amen. God bless you and have a happy Sabbath.
time to praise the Lord. To, to do our praise, our dance, clapping our hands and coming before the Lord in prayer. Right. It's time to honor the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. 
it's time to lay all of our petitions, our cares, our issues before his throne. It's time to do our dance. It's time to dance around his throne, giving him praise, giving him honor, giving him glory. Dancing is not a, a bad thing. Praising God is not a bad thing. Clapping your hands is not a bad thing. God inquires of us to come rejoicing before him, even at the throne of God when we lay our petitions before him. So as we come, we want to remember the Harris family. We want to ask that we would cover them as they are battling health challenges here at our church. We also want to remember the Harris family at Lighthouse, um, Sister Venus, Sister Catherine and Ruby and family who lost a husband, a dad, grandfather on the, the other week. I want to remember them in prayer. Remember Sister Elaine in prayer. I want to continue to cover her, um, calling out God's name for her. Sister Alexandria, we want to remember her in prayer as well. That God's mercies will be upon her. We also want to ask that you will cover those that are of battling with, with health challenges all throughout our conference and our church. Remember Tabernacle of Praise. Remember our church in prayer. We want to encourage those that choose to come close to the altar. We invite you to come down for those that choose to remain in your seats. We ask if you can reverently kneel as we go to God in prayer. It's prayer time. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, you are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors. We thank you, Father, for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do in the lives of your children. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, Father. Thank you for our last night lying down. Thank you for our early morning rising. Thank you for food on the table and clothes on our backs. Thank you, God, for protecting us from danger seen and unseen. Father, you are truly amazing. We thank you for just so much. As we lift up our prayers and petitions before you, we ask God that you again forgive us and help us. We pray for the McCray family, oh God, this morning. Uh, Elder Tory, who was funeralizing his family today, oh God, we ask that you will cover them and keep them where they are. Let them see you in the midst of this difficult time. We lift up before you this morning, oh God, Sister Venus Harris and family who will be funeralizing their loved one um, later on this week. That you will cover them, O oh God. And again, as always, when we find ourselves at this, at this stage of life, that you will show yourself strong. 
Uh, Father, reveal yourself to the family. Hold them close. Hold them near. Keep them ever before thee, O oh God. We lift up before you Sister Elaine this morning who is having health challenges. Father, we call out her name, O oh God, knowing that you see the end from the beginning. So, Father, do what you do in the name of Jesus. Remember the Bateman family, O oh God, Sister Betty and Opal and uh, Brother Lewis. Cover them, O oh God, as they battle through health challenges in the name of Jesus. We ask, O oh God, that you will cover Sister Alexandria this morning, who definitely needs a touch from the Lord. Oh, Father, we are hopelessly lost without you. But with you, Father, we can see the light of day. So, Father, stop by her bedside and let her see your face shining so bright, oh God, encouraging her through this difficult time. Again, Father, we pray for Elder and Harris and Sister Teresa this morning who is having health challenges, oh God. We thank you that even in the midst of it all, they're able to still be the faithful servant that you've called them to be. And we thank you, God, for our deacons who went above and beyond and just stepped into the call of duty and responded to the call and made this place safe for us to come into. We thank you for our deacons and our elders and our team of the board. We thank you for our members and all of our visiting family and friends and those that are online. Lord, you know what we need. These are difficult times that we're in. It's not like the days of old. Oh, no, God, this is a new space. These are new challenges and new trials. But, Father, you're still the same. So, Father, we trust you in the midst of it all, thanking you every step of the way. So, Father, be with our service. Um, be with those that are here in the physical space. Be with those that are around this here altar and those that are in their seats. And we pray right now in the name of Jesus that when we leave here, that we will not leave here the same way we came. But we will leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. So let your glory be made known in here today. Let your presence be made known in here today, oh God. Be with our youth department. Be with our youth director of the conference and his family. We pray right now for our conference. We pray for our leaders in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we can't do it without you, but we can show do it with you. So, Father, have your way, oh, God. Lead us to that place. Take us to that place, oh, God, that we will be able to worship thee with spirit and in truth. And when we leave here, oh, God, we will leave here knowing that we have been in your midst. Thank you so much for what you've done and what you're doing. We feel you now, oh, God. Oh, Father, you made it possible for us to be here right now. And we thank you. And we bless you, Father. So this is your church. Let us not get side twisted, oh God. Let us not forget that we're not our own, but we were bought with a price. And that you're the one, oh God, that is in control. Sometimes we can lose sight of things, oh God, and make it about us. It's not about us, but it is about you. So, Father, help us keep things in perspective. Let us not lose perspective, but let us keep things front and center, locked and loaded, geared towards you. And we will know then, oh God, that it is not about us. It's about you. Thank you so much, Father, for this privilege and this honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen again.
Praise the Lord, everybody. It's stewardship time. You know, we've been talking for weeks and months even since the end of last year about the book pack, about the backpack Sabbath, which is July the 29th. We're asking that you come out and support us. If you have any children that you would like to receive a book bag and you'd want them to receive it during church time, then you bring them to church with you on the 29th. Otherwise, at 2 o'clock, we'll be on the parking lot giving out backpacks. Now, I talked to Lakita this morning. We have purchased and we have received from you all of the things that we've asked for to fill up this backpack. Come on, show God some praise this morning in his house. So we want to thank you for that. You know, it's time for you to just put your money in. You know what to do. 10% is for tithe. 5% or lower or higher for stewardship. That's what maintains the bills here. So we're going to ask the deacons if they would come forward at this time so that we can pray over the offering that we're about to receive. Dear God, we thank you so much for those that are here that will be giving and for those that are online watching this morning that would like to give to dollar sign top giving. Also to those that would like to send the money in, you can send that to this address, 1721 Parker Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63138. So, God, we're thankful for those that will be giving. We're thankful for those that wanted to give but had not to give. So, God, we're praying that you would bless this offering as it is received, whether it's this week or whether it's today. So, we thanking you, we're thanking you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen.
If I ever needed the Lord before, we sure do need him now. If I ever needed him before, this is the day that I need him right here, right now. And I believe I'm not the only one in that line, standing at the throne of God, needing him to do a great work. We're going to go ahead and get into our scripture reading. We have a, some individuals that are having health challenges. We want to just pray for our church. Amen. You know, the enemy is throwing all kinds of darts and things, and we're going to press. We give him no glory. We give him no power. But we're going to press. Amen? So let's go ahead and get into our word today found in the book of John, chapter 4. And when you have it, please stand with me as we read John, chapter 4. We're going to read verses 9 all the way down to verse 15. This is a part two of a three-part series, Look No Further. Look No Further. So if you have John chapter 4, it should be on your screen. Amen. We'll read it responsibly. I'll start with verse 9, and then you jump in at 10, and we'll do that hopscotch thing. Come on. Uh, the Bible says in John chapter 4, Verse 9, then the woman of Samaria said to him, how is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. you to remember that word living water then the woman said to him sir you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep where then do you get this living water Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. Verse 14. Everlasting life. Let's read 15 all together. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. Amen. Today we want to talk on the topic, look no further. A change has come. Let us pray. Father, again, we thank you once again for what you've done, what you're doing and what you are about to do in the lives of your children. We ask you now, God, to have your way. Do what you do, Jesus. Let us not leave here the same way we came, but let us leave here the newfound love for the things of God. I must now decrease that the word of God may increase into your hand. 
I commit my spirit in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen again. You may be seated in the presence of an amazing God. Amen. Last week we talked on, uh, spoke on the subject or the topic, look no further, you thirsty souls. And today we want to continue looking no further. You see, the world is at a place now where they're still looking. They're still searching. They're still trying to find answers. And as many times as we as preachers and you as believers have shared with your coworkers and shared with your neighbors and shared with those down the street that Jesus is the answer, it seems as if they still look. It seems as if they, they have this, this itis, you know, this, this I got to keep looking itis. As if, as if Jesus just, have, just means nothing. As if, as if his name has no power. As if, as if him coming down here, doing what he did, meant nothing. We still look. We still look even in our own personal lives. We look. Even as believers, we're still looking. For some reason, we're just not satisfied. We come to church, we sit in our seats, and we hear the music, and we hear the message, and it seems as if uh, uh, since we're still looking, we're still searching. It's, it's as if our souls are just not excited anymore, as if coming to church now has to be a, a push and pull, a tug of war, as if I have to, I have to plan, if I have to get geared up. It's almost like anxiety when you get to the front door uh, and you have to sit in the car an extra 15, 20 minutes just to get your nerves built up to go inside. We're still looking. We're still searching. Well, well I stopped by here this morning just to encourage you to tell you, uh, uh, look no further. I, I, I don't know. I only know one language, and, 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 and I try to speak it the best I can. I know sometimes it's broken. I know sometimes what they call Ebonics. I know sometimes I don't always get the verbs and the adjectives lined up, but, 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 but look no further. That's all I can say. That's all I got. I can't, I can't come at it another way. I wish I knew another language. Uh, uh, but the only language I know is English. And the best way I can say it is to say it. Uh, uh, look no further. Your change has come. So whatever it is that you're dealing with, whatever it is that, you, that you've been longing for, you don't have to look any further. It's right here. Last week we talked about you thirsty souls, uh, still thirsty after those things, after God had already laid it out before you. Uh, that, that, that you don't have to thirst anymore. Drink from my well. Come to my well and, and get your thirst quenched. You don't have to keep going back to that same well time after time after time. After time again, you keep going back. And, and you know, I don't understand why we do that. Uh, I, I, you know, you, I, you would think I would understand that considering I was one of the ones that used to go back to the same old well time and time again. Sometimes I think we do it because we just like to do it. Let's just be real in the house today. Sometimes we do stuff because we like to do it. You know what's wrong. You know you shouldn't do it. You know you shouldn't say it. You know you shouldn't put it in your mouth. You do it anyway because you just, you just big and bad enough to do it. I was that guy. I was that guy. Let's just be real in here. Come on now. Don't leave me by myself. Don't let me hang myself now. I know you don't walk down that street where you felt like it's my life. I do what I want to do. Live how I want to live. 
say what I don't play with me in here today. You did it too. I just got the mic and I'm just here saying it. But but I know you lived it. I know you walked it. I know your mama told you don't do it, but you did it anyway. Don't look at me like like mama never told you don't do it. You did it anyway. I did it anyway. I did it when daddy told me, boy, you're going to bust your head to the white meat show. And I just lived my life like I didn't care. You did it too. Don't play now. You got babies. You got children. And you're looking at your children and you're telling your children, don't do it. And then when they do it, you're looking at them like you've never done it. You've done it too. And Jesus is saying, you thirsty. So why you keep going back to the same thing? Well, now that you've understand that you don't have to keep going back because now your change is here. Jesus said, I'm right here in front of you. I'm right here in your midst. Look no further. Quit going down that same path. You know, we say when a person do something over and over again, expecting a different result, and we call it insanity. We just got some folk in the house just insane. You just keep doing it. You're looking for a different result, and the reality is it's not going to come. I don't know how to say it no other way. I told you a minute ago I only know one language, and I'm trying to speak it the best I can. It's not going to happen. Well, let me use my broken English since some of us can't understand the correct. It ain't going to happen. You're, gonna, you're, gonna, you, you, you're trying you keep going for it. You keep, you keep searching after that thing. And, 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 and the reality is, it's it, it just not going to happen. You have to understand, God said, listen, the change that you're looking for in your life is right here. Jesus met this woman at the well. And, and, and we talked about it last week. And I love the story because the story is so profound that Jesus uh, uh, had a divine appointment to meet this young woman at the well. Amen. She, she, she woke up that morning and she started her day and she had no idea that she would come in contact with Jesus. Somebody here woke up this morning on your way to the well and you had no idea that you were going to run in contact with Jesus. Jesus was intentional about meeting this woman. Jesus planned this thing. Help me, Lord. Jesus was intentional. Jesus knew exactly what time. Jesus knew the place. Come on, somebody. Jesus knew the location. He knew exactly what this woman needed when he showed up. Let me help you out, family of God. When you're dealing with Jesus, Jesus don't operate on the spare of the moment. You have to understand Jesus does his research first. Amen. Before he come to you, he's already researched you. I know he know the end from the beginning, and, and he know you better than you know yourself. But I just need somebody in the house to understand that Jesus has already sought you out. He's already looked you over while you were in your bed sleep with all the power out in your neighborhood. Jesus was right there summoning just checking you out saying I know what you need. I know what's going on in your life. Oh I see the pain that you're experiencing right now. I just need you. Don't look nowhere else. If you can just hold on just a little while longer I tell you your change is already here. If, if you could just trust me a little while, because you came to the well, Jesus said, you come to draw water, but I'll come to give you something else. You come to hear a word, amen, from, from the Lord, hopefully from the Lord, because that's all I got. 
I, I, I can't give you what I don't have. And all I have is Jesus in my life. Come on, help me, Lord. All I have is Jesus in my bloodstream. I have Jesus on my mind. I can't give you what I don't have. I can't give you made-up stuff because I don't have made-up stuff. All I can give you is what God has given me, and that is a testimony to declare that he is who he said he is. How do I know? Because I'm a living witness that he is. I'm standing here today as a living witness that Jesus is a deliverer. I'm a living witness that Jesus is a healer. I'm a deliverer, amen. Jesus said, I'm a deliverer. How do I know that he's a deliverer? Because he delivered me when I need deliverance. Help me, Lord. He was right there with me when I was lonely and I needed a friend. That's how I know that he's a friend that's sticking closer to a brother. So when she showed up at the well, when Jesus showed up at the well, he showed up, have already sought you out. He has already looked you over. You need to understand me, family of God. I, I can't make this stuff up. That Jesus has already looked over your situation. That he's already searched you out. And he knows exactly what you need before you're even in need of it. So there are times, help me right here, Jesus. There are times when we look for deliverance and Jesus says, not right now. Not, 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 not. Your change it's already here, but I hadn't manifested it to you yet. You have to understand that sometimes God have to allow you to go through some stuff so that you will know for yourself. It's easy for you to do it. For, you know what it is? My, I, remember, I remember when I was, and I told you a little bit of the story of me trying to learn how to swim. And, 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 and it looked so easy when everybody else was doing it. Come on, Lord, help me right there. You know, everybody else was moving through the water like sharks. Come on, somebody. They was moving like fish. They were just sliding on through the water. It was as if it was the easiest thing in the world. And so one day, um, I get to the pool. I'm talking to one of my friends, and, 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 and he asked me, do you know how to swim? I said, oh, yeah, I'm looking at everybody do the thing. Come on, Sister Bear, pray for me. You know what I'm saying? They made it look so easy. Made it look so fun. They were out there splashing around. He said, you know how to swim? Oh, yeah, I know how to swim. So he runs and he get on the diving board and he runs and he jumped in and he, you know, you know, it would have been all right if he hadn't said, yippee, if he hadn't yelled that out. I probably would have thought about it a little bit, but he made it sound so fun because he's in the air and he was making little moves in the air and he, he yelling out real loud like this is the best thing. And so I'm like, if he could do it, I could do it too. And I ran and I jumped in that water. And the thing of it is, when you meet air, there is no change in your mind. See, the time to change your mind is when you're on the diving board. Come on, help me, Lord. The time to change your mind is when you got some, some foundation under you. Help me, Lord. But once you're midair and you already took the plunge, amen, is it? It's over, is it? You got to sink or swim. Oh, and you know how the story went. I definitely sank. Did not swim. But I praise God that he had somebody on the sideline called a lifeguard that understood the brother was in trouble. And all I heard as I was going down was whistle blowing and the brother dove in and got me out and I never forget, Lord, don't let me lose my point, Jesus. It's so crazy. I done jumped in that water. And I remember the lifeguard yanked me up out of there and this is a word for somebody right here. What he told me was, he said, son, he said, I think you ought to stay down in the shallow. And this is my response to him. Uh, coughing water and spitting water. <laughs> I think so too. Come on, help me, Lord. Somebody need to understand. Somebody need to understand. 
that Jesus is a deliverer. He delivered me from my foolishness. Just because it looked fun don't mean that it's fun. Just because it looked easy don't mean that it's easy. Just because somebody else did it and got away with it don't mean that that's your story as well. So I had to learn the hard way Jesus showed up at this well with this young woman understanding that she needed him. Oh, yes, Jesus showed up knowing that she needed him. You understand, you, you, do you ever under, no, no, notice that when Jesus moves, that Jesus moves in a way that is always on the behalf of somebody else? Uh-huh. Jesus is not moving for his benefit. Jesus, Jesus don't do stuff for his benefit. Jesus don't do stuff so that he can get the accolade. You see, the accolade going to come simply because he is who he is. He's God all by himself. The accolade can't help but to come. Who else is like God? Who else can move like God? Who, who, who I search high, I've searched low, far and wide, can't find nobody. Who, who else can walk on water like God? Who, who, who else can do those things that God can do? See, so, so, so he don't have to worry about kudos and, and accolades and pat on the back because he's in a class of... Woo! Well, I feel something right there. Uh, he, he's in a class all by himself. So, so, so he don't need, so when Jesus moves, he moves on your behalf. So when he got you up this morning, it wasn't so that he can get the glory all by himself. He said, I'm doing this for you. So I'm moving for you. I'm allowing you to get to the top for yourself for your glory so that you can have a testimony so that you can be able to look back over your life and declare that it is because of God so I'm doing stuff so that you can have a story I'm doing stuff so that you can be a witness I'm doing stuff that, that so that you can tell somebody about my goodness do you not know that if I want to I can have the rocks cry out do you not know that I can even have donkeys speaking on my behalf so let me tell you something people of God. God do stuff so that you can be able to get a testimony and tell somebody about the goodness of God and how he kept you when you couldn't be kept and how he walked with you and talked with you and how he told you that he is his own. That's why he do what he do because God said I see you my children. I understand that you're looking for it but I'm right here in your midst if you can just hold on long enough and trust me when you can't trace me up and believe in me when believing is unbearable and just hold on if you will uh, even if you gotta holler why because I am uh, that I am uh, I'm he who always was uh, and always will be oh I feel something right there I declare from the end to the beginning uh, that I am the alpha and the omega uh, the beginning and the end uh, I'm the one that was uh, and always will be always was uh, and there never was a time when I wasn't a, who is like God who, who who's like him 
Oh, there's nobody like him. So Jesus, uh, he met this woman at the well, and he looked at her. He already knew that the change was right there. I wish I had somebody in here that understood that your change is right there in your midst. Uh, it's right there for the taking. It's right there for the grabbing. Uh, it's right there for you to walk up out of here with your deliverance. Uh, oh, the change has come. Look no further. Look no further. Look no further. His name is Jesus, uh, Emmanuel, uh, God with us. He is all that we ever needed and all that we ever will need. Oh yes, I love to call his name. His name gives me peace. His name gives me joy. His I get excited when I call his name. Oh yes, because that's how good he is. He did wake me up. You do know that, right? He woke you up too, protecting you from stuff that's going on around us right now. Oh yes, he's good like that. Oh, yes, he is. He's good like that. Oh, his name is Jesus, just in case you didn't know. Maybe I didn't say it enough. Maybe I got to say it again. Uh, for, for, for those in the back that don't understand who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Jesus. Uh, I'm talking about the Son of God. Uh, I'm talking about the one that hung his head low, uh, who, 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 who hung his head. Uh, and for you and me, he died. That's who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, who came to this woman, Jesus showed up at this well showed up at this well i want you to know that it wasn't by happenstance oh no this was a divine appointment somebody need to understand that jesus got you right there he know what you need oh i wish i could say it in another way oh because you look at them i wish i knew another language i wish i could say it oh okay, i'm gonna try to say it like this uh, jesus know you're there oh and y'all still didn't get out I, I, oh, i'm gonna try another language i wish i knew about three or four more languages let me try this one right here maybe this right here get you uh, um uh, uh, jesus know you're there oh, oh you still didn't get it. i don't think you understand that jesus know that you're right there jesus see you in your situation he understand the troubles that you're bearing he understand and the stuff that's happening in your life oh Jesus is right there that's why he showed up at this well for this woman he saw this woman fall beyond he looked through the corridors of time and he saw this woman and he pinpointed it and said I need to be there right here and right now Jesus see you he understand your family of God oh I wish I had some folk in here that understood that Jesus got your back that Jesus understands your troubles and he shows up at the appointed time. Oh, I've been speaking now for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and I hadn't even got to the first word in my first sentence. Help me, Lord. <laughs> Go to the second word. God is good. And all the time. That's right, that's right. Jesus is good all the time. God is good all the time. There's never a time when God isn't good. He's faithful, he's dedicated, he's committed, and he looks beyond our faults and he sees what we're in need of. So he shows up for us. Oh, yes. He shows up for us. Because you have to understand that what Jesus was talking about with this woman, Jesus lead her to take a drink of living water from the well of faith. See, I know it's not making sense right now to you. 
You say, you, you know, your father's dug this well and, and you're giving me all of this history and you're giving me all of these rituals and, and all of this stuff. that. You, but, but, but I need you to understand what I'm trying to do right now is to take you to another level. I'm trying to strengthen your faith. I'm trying to get you to look beyond your circumstances and see me. I'm, I, I'm, trying, Lord, I'm trying to get you to a place that when these type of things show up, it's nothing but a piece of lint on your shoulder. It's nothing but something for you to step over and not be afraid of. Why? Because I'm trying to grow you into a place where your circumstances are now no more than a testimony for you to tell somebody about a soon coming Savior. And so we don't have to fear stuff. We don't have to get caught up in stuff. And so here it is, Jesus, Jesus looked at this woman and when she drinks the Lord's water, here it is, she looks no further because her change has come. She asked a question. She said, look, but give me a drink. How, how can I get some of this living water? And notice what Jesus says in the text here as I read it in your hearing. It says, then the woman of Samaria said to him, how is it that you, being a Jew, asking drink from me, a Samaritan woman, for the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans? And here it is. Jesus answered her and said, if you knew the gift of God, if you knew the gift, of, if you knew the gift, that God have for you. Oh, I wish I had. If I could just stay right there because I think sometimes we do what we do because we don't understand what God have for us. We don't understand the gifts that God have for us. What is that gift? Oh, I'm going to tell you what that gift is. The gift is the gift of eternal life. God has that for you. And I think we move without understanding the gift that God have for us. A life that we don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. A life where we can live free from bondage. A life where we can live free from the cares of this world. Oh, I wish I had my help right there. A life where I can now do as my God would have me to do without the stipulations of this life. Because the reality is we can't even praise God like we really want to. There are times you know you should be studying your word, but the body is tired or, or you get distracted or, or something comes up, the phone rings and, and, and this happened and that happened. And, and you can't even move in your own house like you want to without some distraction showing up. And Jesus is saying, I'm trying to give you a gift. I'm trying to give you a gift that will allow you now to just be with me for always. To be with me always. Can you just imagine it? Can you just see it? You and Jesus all day long. I'm not talking about you and your boyfriend all day long. Or you and your, no, 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 no. I love my wife. We can hang out. I mean, we can hang all day long. I never get tired of hanging out with her. I'm being honest with you. And I'm not just saying that to be saying that or try to, you know, but, uh, you know, it's, it's one of the, now, okay. I never, <laughs> okay, I'm going to try my best to watch myself. That's why I love this church. They're going to they gonna preach to me as I preach to them. Watch yourself, pastor. Tread lightly, preacher. 
<laughs> Look both ways before you cross that street, preacher. <laughs> I had other friends before. And there were times, and you may know what I'm talking about in here. When the phone would ring, you let it go to voicemail. Yeah. I had friends that I said, Lord, if you get me out of this one, I won't do it again. I've had that. I've been in situations where I've been accused of stuff, folk trying to throw stuff on me. Praise God that the months come and go, and there's no proof. Help me, Lord. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Let's just be real in here. See, you have to understand, family of God, I'm, when you're dealing with Jesus, you can't be fake, phony, especially when you're trying to witness to somebody out on these streets. Somebody has been going through some stuff. They're trying to hear your tired story about how you've always been here. They want to know that you've been through something. They want to know that you've got struggles too. And you've got some issues going on. So no, I hadn't always been what I am today. Thank God I ain't what I used to be. But I praise God that one day when the time comes, he's going to get me there because I'm locked and loaded. I'm rolling with no brakes on. I took the brakes off. I can't stop if I want to. So I live. But my wife here today, I tell you, I love hanging out with her. And it ain't just a little bit. It's all the time. And that's what I'm trying to get us to understand with Jesus. That we got to get to a place where we love Jesus. Where we love him more than our own life. That he is my everything. That even if my wife leave me, I can always go to Jesus. And I pray that the same is true on the other side, which I ain't leaving. If I leave, <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. But we need to have that type of commitment to Jesus that it doesn't matter what happened. And if you're not there, if your friends are more important than you and your relationship with Jesus, it ain't talking about, well, you know, uh, you know I, can, I can have church you know, on my couch. I know I'm messing with somebody right now. I'm messing with somebody right now because we live in a day now, a time now, where I can just be out on the golf course with Jesus. I can be at the bank with Jesus. I can stay at home with Jesus. I can do this with Jesus because Jesus looks at my heart. Man judges the outside, and he does. And guess what? Man looking at your outside. And they're looking at your outside, seeing just how committed, dedicated, and faithful you are. Your outside. So that thing cuts coming and going. So while God looks at the heart, man, do look at the outside. I'm going to be honest with you. When you look at me, I don't want you to look at me saying, oh, he's fake. He's phony. He up here talking about his wife, but I just saw him at the, at the, at the well, I almost went all the way back to, I almost said, elder person, I almost said the disco ball. <laughs> Anybody know what the disco? <laughs> Couple <of> hands. <laughs> Man, I almost went all the way. I done told my age. I know I look 13, but I'm really. <laughs> you praying sister bed. She got her eyes closed. <laughs> Jesus want us 
to have a long-lasting relationship with him. That's why he said, and I said, remember that word, living water. This water right here will continue to renew you every day. This ain't no one-sip drink type of water. This ain't no, I'm thirsty now, and let me drink this. My thirst is quenched for about 15, 20 minutes. No, no, this is living water where every day, every hour, every second is being renewed, is being regenerated. I get more excited. That's why the psalmist said, you know, every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. That's why I can declare that he is good. He's great, and he's amazing. Why? Because I have yet never seen anything like him before. And I never will. I'm trying to give you something that you don't have to worry about ever again. That which you're looking for, Jesus is right here waiting on you. Jesus showed up at the well and he was there waiting on a woman. It wasn't that the woman got to the well and then Jesus rolled up. Jesus was at the well waiting on the woman. He's waiting on you. He's right there waiting for you. You'll change. That which you've been looking for is right here. Hey! That which you've been longing for is right here. Are you going to leave the same way you came? Are you going to leave with a newfound love for the things of God? Are you going to leave this well with a new relationship, a new commitment, a new connection? Are you going to leave this well changed from within and changed even from without? Your appearance. No longer do I walk around the way, dressed the way I used to dress. No longer do I do those things because you can look and tell. I had a young man tell me the other day. He said, are you a pastor? I said, oh, shoot. I said, yes, sir. Seventh-day Adventist pastor. He said, I could tell. Now, I don't know, you know, sometimes when people say stuff like, hey, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, you must have seen me somewhere caught a YouTube clip or you, you know you've seen something I, I know I ain't just glowing like that I know I always talk about you want to let your light shine so bright you want folk to put their sungla sunglasses on you know that's how I, you know uh, but, but surely sister Ben I wasn't I wasn't rocking like that surely 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 for you young folk surely I wasn't dripping like that I guess that was the right content where my daughter's at sure, <laughs> did I did I did I hear it right did I, did I do all right? I did. Okay, thank you. <laughs> sure, surely, sure, okay then. Sure, sure, surely, surely I wasn't, I wasn't rocking like that where this brother could look at me and tell I was a pastor, but nonetheless, I received it. I said, well, praise God. Yes, I am, sir. How you doing? He said, man, you just look like a pastor. Well, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I ain't going all into your motive and all that. I'm just going to take this right here and I'm going to ride off into the sunset. I look like a pastor. Even from across the street, that's a good thing. 
And that's what Jesus is asking for every last one of us, that people can see you from your action, from your attitude, just the way that you're sitting in the chair, just the way that you're riding on the bus, the way you're hanging out at the stoplight, the way that you're moving through Walmart, the way that you're handling your business at the bank, the way that you're doing what you do when you do what you do. Oh, I felt something right there. Jesus is saying, I want people to be able to look across this room and be able to say, that's my daughter. That's my son. That's my child. I don't need to put a sign on my head, a sign on my back. The fact that I'm walking the way that I'm walking. The devil ought to know that's God's child. The way that I move, the way that I move. The devil ought to be able to say, that's God's child. That's right. My presence demand the devil to bag up and give me 50 feet. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Jesus saw this woman's situation. He saw you and he see your situation. And he showed up before this woman got there and told her what she needed. I'm going to end this thing right here. Because Jesus is very intentional about his conversation with this woman. Very intentional. Jesus, he closes out, he says to this woman because she's asking about it. He, he, he has piqued her curiosity because the woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw from. Because at first she was saying, how is it? First, first, how is it that you're going to ask me? A Samaritan, you being a, how you going to come at me? Now she's saying, well, sir, you have nothing to draw with. He got her. He got her. You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where do you get this living water? Got her. I got it. Where do you get it? Are you greater than the father Jacob who gave us this well? You know, she's trying to, she's she, she just trying to check him out. Now, Jesus comes back right here. I'm closing. He comes back right here. Jesus answered her and said, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But here it is. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give them will never thirst. But the water that I give them will come in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life I'm giving you something that you will never have to thirst again you don't have to worry about it anymore I'm trying to give you something that now you don't have to look any further your change is already here all you have to do is receive it look no further your change has come I'm giving it to you right now and what I'm giving to you is gonna keep on producing it's going to keep on growing. I'm not going to give you something that you're going to have to come back in five years, ten years. No, no. Every day I'm going to renew this thing in you. Look no further. The change that you're looking for is here. It's in the body of Jesus. The life of Jesus. It's not in the well. You can come to church all day long. You keep coming here all day long. But if you don't get the living water, <laughs> if you don't get the living water, 
If you leave the well without the living water, you'll be back again. You'll be back. Now, let me just make it real clear because you say, well, preacher, you keep coming back. Why do you keep coming back? I'm going to tell you why I keep coming back. I keep coming back because every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. So I come back to get even more of a blessing. I come to the God's place of worship because I'm trying to get more of him. I don't want just a, I don't want last year's. I love last year's blessing. I love last year's, uh, 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 I'm going to say it like this, thirst quencer. I want this year. I want today. And guess what? I'll be back next week. And not just in this physical building, but I'm going to meet up with him in the, later on the night. I'm going to meet up with him early in the morning because I can't stop. I'm addicted. I'm strung out. I got the itch. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I need him. And all I want to do is give him to you. And I don't know who you are. And I don't know what you're going through. But the well that never runs dry is here for you. Who will receive him? Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Amen. I see you standing. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, let's put our hands together. Is there one? I don't know about you, but I've come to learn that Jesus is the best thing that has ever happened to me. I know I'm not by myself, but here it is. That's not everybody's story. And I'm here to help you get to that place to where you too can say that very same thing. That Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. And if you want that Jesus, if you want to not, if you want to leave here different, I invite you to come and stand with me. Is there one? Is there one? Amen. Is there one? Praise God. Just stand with me. Just stand with me. Amen. There may be somebody that haven't made that decision. They haven't made their calling and election sure. There may be somebody here. You want to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. I want to invite you to come as well. Come just stand with me. Is there one that says, I want that Jesus. I want him. I got to have him. I need him. Is there one? Amen. Amen, 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 amen. All heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Father, we thank you. We thank you so much for what has transpired in this place today. As always, you are the one. You're all that we need. You're all that we ever need. Without you, we can do nothing, but with you, we are more than conquerors. Father, you look around this building here and you see all those that are standing, declaring their love for you. They are dedicating their lives to you. 
pray right now, God, that as we leave this space, that you will continue to lead us in the way that we should go. Bring us back again where we may continue to worship thee in spirit and in truth. This we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we put our hands together and worship the Lord in this place? Come on, let's worship him. God is so good. And when I thought about that, uh, uh, change, your change has come. And I was thinking the same thing, Pastor, when you went to the end. I said, but what about if I want to come back to the well? And I said, well, thank the Lord. He heard my cry. <laughs> my change has come. God is so good. Yes, and we need to keep in mind that he's right here with us. Yes. Even in the dark times, he's still present thank and you. waiting for you. And so we want to thank the pastor for allowing the Lord to use him. Yes. We want to thank the sister, our first lady, for allowing him to use him. We are so blessed. And at this time, we just want to ask you to stand with us as we have our closing prayer. Truly, God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Father God, Lord, we are so grateful for the many wonderful things that you've done, that you continue to do. But giving us the opportunity for change, our change has come. I can't wait, Lord, to see what the second, the third part of it is. But the reality is, true as it may be, we got to grab a hold of it. We got to choose you. And so, Lord, we ask that you would help us, Lord, to make that decision. Help us, Lord, to not want to thirst, but to hunger after you. So, Lord, bless us. Keep us, Lord. And be with us. In Jesus' name we pray. 